This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 586, Tech versus Museums, Who Wins for Writing Task 2? You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, we'll talk about why the internet cannot replace museums, and you'll hear passionate, visceral ideas to impressively write about this topic. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Jessica, how's it going? Fantastic! That's awesome. <laughs> I'm super, I'm really like trying hard to catch some of the World Cup games. And you know oh. what? The best game I've seen so far was Japan versus Senegal. Oh, wow. That's surprising, but interesting. Yeah. Why was it so good? Because, like, I mean, of course I want to watch all the big names, right? Germany, France, Brazil. Those those are the yeah. big ones. But mm -hmm. a lot of the dudes on these teams are, you know, they're they're the best in the world. So yeah. there's some, like, prima donna action oh, happening. No. I mean, mm. it's beautiful to watch because they're so skilled. Yeah. But, like, there's another there, – there are more layers to it, right? Like, expectations yeah. and pressure. But then when I watched Japan versus Senegal, it was, like, pure amazing soccer. There was, oh, like cool. – and the sportsmanship was amazing. Like, they were oh. both playing so tough and just, like, knocking each other around because they, like, really were, you know, like, just throwing themselves into it. But even oh. after they knocked each other over, they would help each other up instead of, like, whining to the ref for a call, mm, you know? That's awesome. Sometimes yeah. that's so much nicer. Just real soccer, pure soccer. Exactly. not None of this, like, staging and performing yeah. and all this BS that comes around it, right? Exactly. Exactly, right? Because there's always like, you know, like the names on the team, like Ronaldo or Neymar mm -hmm. or Messi. Yeah. And like, yeah, anyway, it was so beautiful. Like, I was so excited watching it. I was like, this is why this tournament is important. Like, this is why you want to see nations from all over the world showcasing their best talent, like yeah. putting themselves out there. Like, oh, God, it was beautiful. That's cool. That's why I know what you did over the weekend. That sounds yeah. fun. <laughs> what about you? What did you do? Oh, I spent some time with my niece, my little niece. She's just four Yay. years old. And we, like, my brother came up. We went to the 
to the house down at the beach to celebrate Father's Day. So we were all down there. Oh, and lovely. Just, you know, it's so funny. I've noticed that my niece's voice has dropped, like, because she's getting older, right? So her voice has dropped a little bit from being, like, huh. a, like super, super high, right? Like, to, yeah. like, a, like an, a little bit lower. And I'm like, Ben, does she have a sore throat? Like, is she sick? <laughs> What's wrong? And he's just like, no, that's how her voice is now. She's just getting oh, older. She's just growing up. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, it's been a month since I saw wow. her last. And I can visibly see, like, she's growing. It's so oh crazy. Oh, my God. That's crazy. It happens so fast. Yeah. Doesn't it? Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Do you find <sighs> that your brother has changed now that he's, like, a father? You know, um, like, do you see yeah. differences in him? I think so. I mean, he's always been kind of mellow and just sort of quiet, but he's even more now. He's just kind of, I'm not sure. I, I don't know quite how to answer that, but certainly I'm sure he's changed. Yeah, <laughs> sure of course. <laughs> Parenthood changes us yeah. no matter what. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you had a family yeah. weekend. Lovely. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> um, so I had a, a email from a student who took the test over the weekend, and oh. she said that the question was like she thought it was weird. She she wasn't mm-hmm. sure how to approach it really. Um, the question was about, and it's sort of like mirrors a trend in a lot of writing task two and speaking part three questions. Like, yeah, technology is amazing. We can do everything online. So why do we need all these other things? Like, why do we mm. need newspapers? Why do we need hardcover books, libraries, mm. museums? So that was the question this weekend was like, we can view and research everything online. All the knowledge and information is there. So why do we need museums? So okay. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is a great topic. I mean, this is something we should be thinking about anyways, but certainly you guys want to be ready if this topic does come up. I wonder if that particular student was prepared for this question or was she kind of caught off guard? She was definitely caught off guard (laughs) because it's kind of, it is kind of an odd question when you think about it because museums, like, I don't know, museums aren't just um, like knowledge and history. I mean, Mm -hmm. art museums, like I think of art museums before history museums personally. And Like, of course, viewing a painting online, like this flat image online, is not the same as seeing it in person. Yeah. You know? So that, and see, I don't know. It's it's a weird question. (laughs) Yeah, I have some ideas about this too. So I think there's a bunch of different angles that you could take this, right? So how would we go about, so this is a speaking question, right, Jessica? No, this was a writing writing task two, actually. Oh, okay. But the writing task two and speaking part three, there's, you know, there's a a lot mm-hmm. of overlap here. So it could definitely be on speaking part three as well. Okay. So today, should we go through some brainstorming ideas and kind of show how the brainstorming process could work for a question like this for our yeah. listeners? Let's yeah. Let's talk it out. And guys, while we're talking, take some notes. And then after you finish listening to this episode today, sort of go back to your notes on this episode <clears throat> and add some of your own ideas as far as your personal experiences in museums, right? Or how you've accessed this kind of information online. So definitely add your own examples after Lindsay and I talk today. Oh, I love it. I love it. So let's dive into it, guys. Take notes on this and yeah, get ready to listen to how this process of actually brainstorming, how important these ideas are, right? It's our first step in that three-step process that we absolutely need. And we show you guys in more detail in Three Keys Isles exactly how to do this, but we'll just skim the surface today. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, okay, I think, well, the very first thing that comes to mind, and guys, this is what you need to do in your brainstorm. Just go to the first idea you think of, right? There are no perfect ideas. So my first reason why we still need museums is is art. Like I mentioned earlier, that's the first thing I thought of. Like, that's Mm -hmm. why this question seemed ridiculous to me. Like, of course we need museums. That's what? So I don't think the experience of seeing a 2D representation on your on your device's screen can compare to actually being in front of this canvas and seeing the textures that maybe show these brush strokes that were made by Da Vinci or you know Van Gogh like how you can't there's this visceral reaction to seeing something in person. The colors are more vibrant. The texture, mm. like I said, we can't get that on a on a 2D representation. Ooh, I love that idea. So it's about the aesthetic, just physically yeah. in- encountering the work. Right. As opposed to just statically looking at it online. Love it. Exactly. Exactly. And for to support that, I would let's see. The first thing I think of is when I saw the Guernica, Picasso's Guernica in the Reina Sofia Museum in Madrid. And Mm -hmm. the Guernica is enormous. Right. Like it covers like a whole wall. It's like it's this huge mural type painting. It's not I don't think you'd call it a mural because it's not on a wall. It's a painting on a canvas, but Mm -hmm. just the enormity, the scale is overwhelming at first. And there's no way you could grasp that on a screen. Like the scale would be impossible to represent on like a one-to-one ratio, right? Um, So that, that really impacted me. And I remember spending... I don't know, so long, like at least half an hour in front of it, just trying, Mm. just letting my eyes wander and trying to follow these details and figure out what was going on in these little corners of the painting. Wow. It grips you in a way that you could never get online. The experience of it, just the the kind of mind-changing experience of it. Love it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guys, definitely write down some vocabulary we're saying today. Like, I really like this word visceral reaction, right? Um, Yeah. So viscera are your guts, like your insides, (laughs) your organs. So a visceral reaction is something that just like arrests you, like you feel it right away, right? Like you have like a bodily reaction to it. I I really like that term. I think that's a really good term to use. And I'm sure it's one that a lot of candidates would not use. Isn't that right? Oh, for sure. No. (laughs) For sure. No. That's that's a weird phrase. (laughs) I think it's acceptable. I'm going to say fine. On that one, um, if you think of the museums that you visited, because you've traveled mm-hmm. and travelers always yeah. go to museums, like mm. what is mm. your most memorable moment or experience from a museum? Oh, geez, you know what? Nothing really stands out right now, but I did study in Paris in college, and my oh. classes, yeah, I was lucky enough that my classes, I took one particular class that was actually held in the Louvre, like every class meeting Whoa. was was there. And I remembered, feel, I, I, and I, it's not necessarily like the Mona Lisa or something that really kind of struck me, but I remember just feeling lucky to be able to be there, just to be yeah. able to have my class there and wander around totally. and be surrounded by these amazing works of art, just that experience itself of being in the museum less than an actual work itself. Yeah. Totally. I think that, I think this idea 
You know, this idea comes up a lot for me in any question on IELTS in task two or part three related to technology and why it may not be, you know, the be all end all of everything today is yeah. that like, why, why do we need real life? This, yeah. right? Like, I think this can always be an argument, you guys, against, you know, why technology would make something else obsolete. I think we could always argue against that because there's no way, at least as technology stands now that we can have the same experience with all of our senses doing yeah. anything online. So whether it's yeah. you know traveling, museums, libraries, whatever, we you can't feel it. <laughs> yeah. Like exactly. you could there's like a certain smell in museums as well, yep. this like yep. weird mix between cleanliness and dust mm-hmm. and like <laughs> <there's>, <laughs> you can't like there's no way you can have that experience anyway any yeah. way else. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's one direction. So that's one. So guys, there's, if, if that comes to mind, that's a really good direction to go. And there's another direction that you could take this that came to my mind first, right? When we, we started talking about this topic, like why we have to have museums and be able to go to them and the internet doesn't replace them, right, Jessica? So yeah. that idea to me is about like access to information. So this yeah. is about current events, right? So this issue around, this is something, guys, another direction that you could take this in is current politics, what's just happened in the U.S. around net neutrality is that Comcast kind of, as far as I understand it, moving forward, they basically, or Comcast or other large internet service providers in the U.S. now basically control your access to different sites. Like they're not doing it yet. But so what I'm saying is museums still, luckily, as long as museums are open, they're not just about art, right? They're also about history, politics, what's happened in the past. And as long as those museums don't close... Actually, now the internet, there could be gatekeepers. There are gatekeepers. And they're, they're, unfortunately, they're getting stronger with the current administration. They're getting stronger now. This so there are certain things that we may not be able to access online I, that yeah. we could experience in museums. I yeah. love this idea. And the, the phrase that came to mind when you were talking would be controlling the narrative, right? Exactly. It's yeah. like if with... If internet provide if if the if online if the internet has control of the narrative it means they can change it if they want yeah. <laughs> right like you put a yeah. search term in right and they mm-hmm. say oh well there's different interpretations of this historical event and yeah. Yeah. this website pays us more so we're gonna send you here and these are the facts you think are true now because yeah. that's what you see first in the search results right right however yeah. by keeping museums as archives, um, historical records. They're independently owned. They don't change anything. They just show you the artifacts and they present things and you interpret them as you want. And there are so many museums that take different standpoints, right? I mean, there's museums I've heard of all throughout the South where there's different aspects on the African-American experience coming to the country Mm -hmm. and the history of slavery and Jim Crow, right? And there's a lot of websites that would argue against that narrative online so yeah yeah oh I love that that is such a good that's a great way to approach this 
Yeah, so there's different ways. I mean, guys, go with what feels most natural to you and what you kind of feel strongest about, right? So just yeah. go when you, that first idea you had, you felt strongly about that. Your experience is in front of that painting, right? The, the visceral reaction. And for me, right. I'm quite concerned about what's happening with net neutrality right now, yeah. right? Because we run an online business, right? We want people to be able to access our content, <laughs> right? of course. And, and, and so go with what you feel most deeply about and where you can provide an example, Right. Exactly. I mean, that's, yeah. It's all about being able to support it with, you know, real, real people, real places, real times, as we say in Three Keys IELTS. Yeah. This is what you want to govern your support. So, you know, go with the first idea you think of. If you can't think of an example, even if you're, if you, this idea seems obvious to you sometimes, right? Like we have an opinion and then you try and think of an example and you're like, well, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> so if you can't think of an example, you need you need to come up with something else because right. the examples are the most important thing for your task score. Mm. Like your task response yeah. score depends on that specific stuff. Yeah, I love that. So good. That'll make the quality of your essay so much higher, so much higher. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this is so good. So yeah. interesting. Oh, I love it, guys. <laughs> guys, if you want to comment on this episode with your own ideas and example, we would love to see your comments. This is episode, what is it? Five, eight, Lindsay? Five. <laughs> 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 so five, I believe it's five, eight, six, if we're going to go right after the last one. Yep. Five, eight, six. If we're going <laughs> to go right after the last one, let's skip one. That would be funny. Should I wonder if one? anyone would notice. Five, eight, six, guys. Um, also, leave us a review. Leave us a review in yes. iTunes and you could tell us your examples. What did today's question make you think of? As Lindsay and I were talking, I'm sure it sparked some memories for you guys of museums you visited or or crazy websites that you don't want to control the narrative, right? So exactly. what did today's episode make you think of, guys? Share your comments in that review or leave us a question and we can have a whole episode about your question. All right. This has been really good. Glad to have this question to work on today. And guys, remember to get in the full system. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S and you can get right in there and start with lesson one and just move forward in 30 days if that's what you're going for. Awesome. Yep. 30 day and 60 day plans, guys. We got you. <laughs> nice. All right, Jessica. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. Have All a good right. day. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.